for a voyage. Modern. The force of an old-fashioned equals whiskey mass times bitters acceleration. Why don't you make that a double? Modern Bar Cart. Hello and welcome to the Modern Bar Cart Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Koslick, and I'd like to thank you for joining me for episode zero, where I'll introduce myself and provide a quick breakdown of what I'd like to accomplish with this podcast. First and foremost, this is a show about cocktails, what they are, how to make them, how to incorporate them into your life in a healthy way, and how to assemble an at-home bar or bar cart that will impress your guests and stimulate your own imagination. I'll be coming to you with a combination of short, medium, and long-form content about the most important and intriguing topics in cocktails. You can expect special guest interviews, a ton of great cocktail recipes and modifications, and a straightforward, intellectually curious approach to investigating cocktail-making techniques and concepts that sometimes get breezed over or outright ignored. Starting out, many of these are going to be foundational episodes, and we'll be using the concepts established here in future episodes to inform the way we think about and enjoy our favorite cocktails. Let's take a listen to some clips from the first five episodes. In, in college, it's really easy and approachable to to order a gin and tonic. Yes. You know what you're going to get out of that. But yeah, but uh, then to make even then, even a lousy gin and tonic is still going to be a gin and tonic. But then, then, but then my point is to then make someone one that's like wow, right? You know, to, right. to, to use a tonic syrup or to use something that they're sure. really like wow. Well, to elevate that to a point where even just consistency is an okay. Yeah, and thing. I think that's kind of the last element actually yeah. of our of our show is to to just elevate it to just a little bit of of a, of a different level. That was Alex Luboff and Jordan Wicker of the Speaking Easy podcast. They've been creating audio content about cocktails for a year and a half now, and they have a ton of accumulated wisdom about the joys of home bartending. After chatting with those fellas, we launch into a foundations episode about the tools and hardware you'll need on your home bar cart. Strainer recommendations. Since the purpose of a strainer is simply to keep the ice in the mixing pint, my advice to Last Minute Larry is to just get creative. Pour the drink slowly and use a utensil to keep the ice in place. Maybe use the flat side of a knife blade or maybe a large spoon. Basically, if you've got a kitchen with tools and you're willing to get a little creative, you can manage to strain your cocktail even if you don't have a proper strainer. For Savvy Sally, Amazon has these on sale for between $6 and $20, so she can either choose to get eclectic or, again, opt for a set that includes a strainer. For Mr. Big, I'd recommend purchasing a Hawthorne strainer, a julep strainer, and a small metal sieve so that you can double strain certain cocktails that call for it in the recipe. Now, I didn't start bumping into these particular cocktails until my bar was already fairly built out, so my small metal sieve was a pretty nominal purchase and it was easy for me to make, but Mr. Big probably wants all his bases covered, so he should probably pick one up. In case it's not quite clear what I'm talking about here, I put myself in the shoes of people in three very different situations and made cocktail equipment recommendations for all three of them. It seems a bit silly at first, but I'm super happy with the recommendations that came out of it, and I'm almost positive that anybody who shows up to this episode will find a recommendation that fits their priorities and their budget. The 
ones that were made in the in the sixties and seventies were mostly just regular calcium glass, right? You know, there's there's calcium in the mix when you clink them together. You know, you kind of get that thunk, right? That dull thunk. Um, right. In the 20s and 30s, they were making lead crystal glass where the, the lead took the place of calcium and it makes the glass stronger so you can make glasses a little bit thinner and it gives you this nice resonant ping oh, when wow. you clink them together. And so when you find iridescent glasses like this... I mean, Ever wondered about the differences between various cocktail glasses? That was Andy Whitehead, who's a vintage glassware expert. In episode three, I hang out with him, and we put together a fun glassware crash course that'll give you the information you need to make smart cocktail glass purchases. But after all that talk about equipment and glassware, I'll be honest, I was starting to get a bit thirsty. So in episode four, we dive into the most important bottles for you to have on your bar when you're just starting out mention that there is an abbreviation system on brandy and especially cognac labels that can help you to approximate its quality. So if you see the letters VS, it means you're buying a, a fairly basic brandy, whereas VSO and VSOP, which stands for very special old pale, are a bit more refined, meaning that they've spent more time in the barrel um, and that age has kind of mellowed them out and given them a little bit more complexity. And finally, at the very top end of the spectrum, uh, anything that says XO is going to be the oldest, most distinguished, and generally most expensive bottle of brandy or cognac on the shelf. Finally, in episode five, I sit down with one of my favorite people on earth, Colleen O'Brien of Wild Roots Apothecary, to talk about how to have a healthier relationship with cocktails. Colleen is an expert herbalist, and her passion for growing things and delicious cocktails is super inspiring. Like I said before, I'm a maker, so I love making things. Um, it's I see what's in nature. I see the red clovers. I see the black locust flowers. I see things, and I want to put them into my body. And so I kind of created this so I don't feel guilty about drinking a, you know, every couple days. Um, this little, what I call a fairy cocktail hour, and everybody's invited. And I just make small cocktails and just have one and do beautiful photographs. And I, I'm blessed to have you know two acres to, to roam around in. But I do feel like our mindfulness and nature and just knowing what's there and experiencing it while we can is a good thing. Hopefully those teasers have you excited for the variety of topics we cover in just these first few episodes as we work our way through some of the most crucial starter info and go deeper into the mysteries and flavor magic of cocktails. As always, you can get in touch with me by emailing podcast at modernbarcart.com or by following at modernbarcart on Instagram. You can also stalk me there personally at quixologist. That's Q-U-I-X-ologist. And that's about it for me, but I'll catch you in episode one where we sit down with Alex Luboff and Jordan Wicker of the Speaking Easy podcast to talk about the joys of home bartending. But until then, remember, drink responsibly and experiment boldly.